Hey, teacher friends. This is Carrie Rickman. I am so excited to share this time with you today. I'm a 23-year veteran teacher turned coach, mentor, and trainer to help teachers develop their craft in teaching cross-curricular. I cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks with you today. Are you ready? Let's begin. Today's episode is all about how to host a fairy tale ball. If you've ever wanted to host a fairy tale ball but didn't know exactly how to do it, this blog post is for you. I'm going to help you prepare how to organize and how to host a fairy tale ball, what materials you will need, how the students will dress, what refreshments to have, and more. So, how do you begin your fairy tale writing unit? I love having my students write fairy tales. I usually start around the end of April, and this usually lasts up until our fairy tale ball at the end of May. Each student picks their own fairy tale to retell in their own words, or you can have your students make up their own fairy tale using all of the fairy tale story elements. We take the story through the writing process. For example, we use brainstorming, first draft, student conference, proofreading, teacher conference, editing and revision, final draft, and publishing. I use an anchor chart that I teach with my students about what the fairy tale story elements are. On the anchor chart, it has what happens in threes, they lived happily ever after, the problem and solution, magic, good characters, evil characters, once upon a time, they lived happily ever after, the setting, and romance. Oh, and don't forget the spells for the magic. Inside of their writer's workshop folder, I make sure that they have colored in the genre of the fairy tale. We do that very the first very first thing before we start writing. I make sure that I have all materials and supplies organized to help my students write their favorite fairy tale. I have some templates that my students use to write their fairy tales. Then they are all finished writing their story. We staple their book together with a cover page, title page, dedication page, author page, and compliment page. Here are the story card element cards that I use to mix the magic. I have a mixing bowl at my teacher table, and every after every fairy tale that I read, I use the cards to ask the students about them. Then I put the cards up, I hold the cards up, and each student will tell me about a different card. So for example, I'll hold up the card that says setting, and I'll call on a student to tell me the setting. And then I'll put the card into the bowl, and I will mix it together with my wand. Another card might be good characters. So I hold up the card and I call on someone to tell me who the good characters are. Then I put the card into the bowl and I mix the magic. So I do this about five or six different times with all of the different story elements. So when the fairy tale ball comes around, the students each bring a food that represents their fairy tale. For example, if they write about Snow White, they can bring apple slices. If they write about Jack and the Beanstalk, they can bring celery sticks. If they write about Red Riding Hood, they can bring banana bread or muffins. I also have a parent volunteer to make a castle cake. I've had many different castle cakes over the years. I love taking pictures of all my castle cakes and comparing them. The parents really take a lot of time to make the castle cake, and they're so excited to bring it. On the day of the fairy tale ball, each student dresses up in their own costume. I set them in the chair, the author's chair. We take a picture of them holding up their fairy tale book. They have their gold sticker, which is the Calicot Award, on the front of their cover of their fairy tale. We invite the parents in for the fairy tale ball. The students all sit at their desk with their stories. The parents will walk around to each student, and the student will read the fairy tale to the parents. First, they can start with their own child, and then they can go on to other children as well. They can read to go read to as many kids as they want to. 
At the end of the story is a compliment page. So at the end of the story, the parent will give a compliment to that student and write about what they did really well on the story. They may do this about 10 different times so they can listen to 10 different stories. The parents have a blast getting to hear their child read. They can also take pictures of their student with their costume and their story. They love seeing pictures of all the students that are dressed up. Some of my favorite fairy tales that I love to read during Reader's Workshop are Rapunzel, Jack and the Beanstalk, The Princess and the Pea, Cinderella, Snow White, Puss in Boots, and many, many more. Some of these fairy tales the students have never heard before, so they're brand new fairy tales for them. I also talk about the authors that have written the original fairy tales. We talk about Hans Christian Andersen and the Grimm Brothers and Charles Perrault. We talk about what countries they are from and which fairy tales they have written. We also talk about how movies have been made from different fairy tale stories and how the movies have changed over time. The original fairy tale was written by the original author, which were these one of these three got three fairy tale authors. And a lot of the movies that the kids have seen are not the original fairy tale. So this is a treat for them to see which um, fairy tale has changed over time. One fairy, th- fairy tale that I tell them that has changed over time is the Snow Queen. The Snow Queen was originally written by Hans Christian Andersen. And then when the movie the Frozen came out, the, uh, the movie was originated or based on the book from the Snow Queen. But they changed a whole lot of the part of the story. Some parts are the same, but a lot of parts are different. The students have no idea that the book was written first. So you have to tell them the original story was written first and then the movie was made after that. When they decide on a fairy tale, they have to think of a fairy tale that they know really well. So if they do not know a fairy tale, they, it's harder for them to retell in their own words. We talk about plagiarism and copyright and we talk about how to um, write the story in their own words. I model to them what it looks like, what it sounds like. So during writer's workshop, as a mini lesson, I will model and use interactive writing and we will retell a fairy tale that we've already read. This will help them understand that they have to put their story into their own words. After they have chosen their fairy tale, they decide on which costume they're going to wear that fits their main character of their story. If they do not have a costume, it is okay because they do not have to dress up. It is totally optional. It will take them about four to five weeks to publish this fairy tale. Some children will only take two or three weeks, depending on how fast they write. But most of your class will take four or five weeks. I know this because I've done this for many, many years. And so if you start too late, like after May the 1st, you're probably not going to get everybody finished in time. So that's why I recommend that you start early and start at the end of April. So the last two weeks of April, you need to start writing your fairy tales. So you give ample time for your students to finish their writing of their fairy tale to go through their writing process. Now, you don't have to go through the whole writing process. If you are um, stretched for time, you can skip some steps. So for example, you can do brainstorming and first draft. You can skip student conference or teacher conference. You can skip proofreading. And then from first draft, you can go on to final draft. So you can skip some parts. If you're in a time crunch and you cannot get it all fit in, fit it in, that is completely up to you. 
After they publish their story, they ring the bell. I have a little bell on my desk, and we all applaud. And so then we get to listen to their story. So they sit in the author's chair, and they read it to us. And I get their gold sticker for the Caldecott Award. I have a publishing wall that I display all of my fairy tale books on. So they get to see their fairy tale for a, a little while until fairy tale ball rolls around. And then I take the books out of the pouches that are on my publishing wall, and then they get to read those books to their parents. It is such a fun and exciting way to end the school year. This is how I um, do my end of the year party. I do a fairy tale ball as my end of the year party. The parents love it. And they just think that it's the best thing ever. They love to see their child dressed up as a, a character from a fairy tale. They love to see their stories that they have written. They love to give them compliments in the back of their story. And the best part is, is that they can have this book forever. They can keep them forever and always look back and they can always look back and see the fairy tale that they wrote in first grade. You could also do a fairy tale ball in any, diff- any grades that you want to. You could do it in second grade, third grade. You could do um, a lot of reader's theater with, with fairy tales. If you wanted to have your kids perform a reader's theater during the fairy tale ball, you can do that as well and have different groups of different fairy tales. I typically do reader's theater during the, the fairy tale writing unit because I, I call small groups up to my table. And so we rehearse and practice a certain um, reader's theater. So we might have maybe Jack and the Beanstalk. We might have Go Deluxe and the Three Bears. We might have the Three Little Pigs. We might have um, the three Billy Goats Gruff. And so we have different groups according to their skill level. And then they can also perform those Reader's Theater scripts at the fairy tale ball. Um, when all the fairy tale ball is, do- is done, we always go outside to get our refreshments. So I get a big table, I cover it with a nice tablecloth, and I put my castle cake and all the refreshments that are on the table. I call different groups to go out there and get their refreshments, and they come back in and with their plate and their refreshments, and they eat, get to eat and enjoy their food. As they're eating, I put on a fairy tale movie. So we might vote on which fairy tale they want to watch. So usually, we end up watching something like Rapunzel or um, this uh, Puss in Boots or Sleeping Beauty or something like that. We end up watching some of those that they voted for. So it's a really, really fun way to end the school year. And it's very exciting. And it also accumulates. It shows how the students have grown with their writing from beginning to the year to the end of the year. So if you haven't ever had a fairy tale ball and you wish to start one, I hope this can give you some ideas because I really, really love it and it's a really fun way to end the year. So if you have any questions, please shoot me an email. My email is rickmancara at gmail.com. And until next time, I will talk to you soon. Happy teaching. Bye-bye.